A school is asking parents to please stop throwing their children over the fence when they're late. A pale, sweaty robot hand was invented in Japan to take romantic walks with you. And a lady was arrested for calling 911 about bad Chinese food. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. My name is Jonesy, and I'm so grateful for your listenership. I'm recording in a closet. Got some stories from around the world that are weird. I hope you enjoy them. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A French school is asking parents to please stop throwing their children over the fence when they're late for school. This French school has had it. They want the parents to stop throwing the children over the fence when they're running late for the school. How are you throwing your kids over a fence? How is that okay? That seems dangerous. Although, I don't know. We need more information. How tall is this fence? Trelade Primary School in Avignon. Hope I said that correctly. Is it Avignon? You got to put a ha ha at the end of everything. This school in Avignon has asked the parents to please stop throwing their kids over the 1.8 meter high fence in order to, to get them to school. 1.8 meters? That seems pretty high, right? I did the math in my head, and uh, actually, I didn't. I actually Googled. <laughs> I translated the meters to feet and it comes out to about six feet this is a six foot tall fence they're throwing their children over this seems like child abuse to me the school put up signs because they're trying to stop these parents from throwing the kids over the fence (laughs) the sign warns of the danger of throwing a child over the fence as if you would have to let the public know the danger of throwing a child over the fence but apparently these parents need to be reminded that if you throw your child over a six-foot fence, by the way, let's let's assume there's another foot to clear the fence, maybe two feet. That means the child's going to be dropping eight feet to the ground on the other side. And I highly doubt that there's grass on the other side of this fence. I don't see a photo of the fence or a video of an awful parent chucking their child over the fence. Uh, but I assume it's concrete. It's a school, which means they're dropping eight feet to the concrete. Seriously. Now, now, I know you guys got some great health insurance over in France. Your health insurance. Uh, but still, this seems like danger, danger for the child. The sign at the fence says, attention, danger, do not throw children over the gate. <laughs> it says, instead, return at 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. when the gate reopens. In other words, don't abuse your child. And by the way, don't be late for school. Your child should have an education, although I'm wondering, why are the kids going to school right now in the middle of a pandemic? That's a whole other issue. I guess the French don't care about the pandemic. No, no, we don't care about the COVID. You wear a mask. Uh, Throw your child into school with a mask. It's okay. It's okay. They interviewed one of these teachers. It's a head teacher named Sanaa Mazian. She says she's really tired of dealing with irresponsible parents who arrive late and throw their children over the fence into school. She says, it hasn't happened that many times, but as little as it happened, we prefer to get ahead of it. Parents who arrived after the bell were literally throwing their children into school. (laughs) I just couldn't believe it. (laughs) I can't believe it either. I can't believe this is actually real. Now, I, I mean, I know it's important to get your child an education, but you don't have to break their legs or clavicle doing it, you know. 
And I know the parents want a break from the kids. Everybody's stuck at home, and you're like, if I could just please get away from the child, if I could just bring the child to school for a few hours and get some relief. But yeah, well, don't be late to school, parents. I mean, you got no excuse. It's not like you guys are showering before you go anywhere, so that's not going to hold you up. We know the French don't clean themselves. <laughs> hey, ooh, digs, guys. I'm just kidding. I love the French. Um, actually, if I'm being honest, I don't really know any French people. Any French listeners of the show here, Weird AF News, please write to me. I don't think I have a single one, to be honest with you. And I don't think they'd enjoy me anyways. Japan has invented a pale, sweaty, robotic hand that you can take romantic walks with if you have nobody. The article says sometimes, you know, you just want a warm hand to hold, but there aren't any around. At least not any connected to humans. That's where a new robotic hand out of Japan comes in. It's covered with a soft, pliable gel to feel more like skin than machine. And when you squeeze it, it squeezes back. (laughs) How lonely do you got to be to have a robotic hand to hold? Who's going walking with this in public? I mean, people are just going to laugh at you if you let them see it. I mean, I suppose you could hide it under a shawl or not a shawl. What do they call those? A muffler? What's that thing you can put? Your hands in and no one knows. I'm stupid. Never mind. Move on, Jonesy. Four engineers from Gifu University wasted their time creating, I mean, created the motorized device to let users, quote, experience holding your girlfriend's hand more easily than finding a girlfriend. How about you find a girlfriend and try in life? How about you try, guys? Try. Okay. With the money it costs to get this hand, you could take some people out to dinner and try. Don't buy this hand, man. In its current form, Osampo Konojo, which is called My Girlfriend in Walk in English. My Girlfriend in Walk. <laughs> that makes no sense. This is a cumbersome looking wearable contraption with wires and a track that might detract from the romance of long leisurely strolls. But though a disembodied hand can't take the place of a real hand, its creators have taken several steps to increase the realism. Oh, okay, cool. Let's find out how you've made it so real that when someone's walking with this, they won't feel completely stupid. Let's be the judge of that. A cloth inside the hand emits the fragrance of a woman's shampoo. (laughs) Oh, so are you saying you haven't made these for women? Is that what's going on here? These are only for men. Or I guess you could make it for a woman who would like to hold hands with another woman. What about a guy hand? What about a hand that smells like the musk of a man, like brute cologne or some other (laughs) brute cologne? Uh, That's a cheap cologne. That's why I'm laughing. Sounds. It also includes sounds of your virtual girlfriend's steps and even the sound of her breathing and the rustle of her clothes. These all play through an accompanying uh, app on your smartphone. So when you put headphones in, and you feel the sound of her steps and her breathing? What if you stop at a walk light and you don't go? Is it the steps still go? Do they know when you move? When I move, you move, my fake hand. And if you want the warm hand to seem a little nervous, <laughs> definitely a sign that the hand likes you. You can even make it sweat. Oh, no, this is ridiculous. How much technology, time, and money was spent on this? You just go get yourself a, I mean, pay someone to be your girlfriend. You can buy friends, I'd imagine. Don't do this. Just add a damp cloth between the heater and the skin and bits of moisture escape through small pores in the material. I love it. We have amazing technology and we're using it to create artificial hands to walk around with to pretend you're holding hands with someone that isn't there. Wow. 
We're doing all of this and we can't bring people back from the dead. I don't understand where technology is going. This says that the hand comes from Japan, land of robots for every occasion. Couldn't come as a surprise. Japan has also seen its share of virtual girlfriends, with one resort even becoming a vacation hub years back for guys who like to treat their digital dates to sun and fun getaways. The creators of this hand note that, you know, finding a girlfriend isn't always easy. Uh, But they point out they also see their invention as a potential tool for comforting people isolated during the coronavirus pandemic. Say what you will about walking around attached to a pale set of mechanized fingers, but a growing body of research does link loneliness to a range of health problems. Yeah, well, also, you could probably link walking around with a robotic hand pretending that it's a person. Uh, You can link that to mental problems, I'd say. So what would you rather have, some loneliness and health problems or walking around with a robotic hand and have some mental problems and no one wants to talk to you and your friends run away from you. What do you want? I mean, it sounds like you're picking the lesser of two evils here. I'm going to go with just being lonely and save my dignity. I'm not going to walk around with a, a, a prosthetic hand that I'm holding and have everybody ask questions. Maybe I'm being harsh here, but <laughs> this is just ridiculous. <laughs> Call the show, please. Let me know what you think about this hand. Would you have one of these? Six four six four five zero twenty twelve. I'm going no on the robotic hand. I don't care that it sweats and has the sound of her breathing. I mean, that's just the creepiest thing I've ever seen. I would definitely use this hand to prank people. That's for sure. I would bring it to work and I would put it in somebody's cubicle. A lady was a. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Arrested for calling 911 about bad Chinese food. Oh, we've all been there. You get that bad Chinese food. But I never think to call the police. I never think to call 911. To me, it's not really an emergency. But then again, I'm not this lady from Ohio who's 44 years old. Her name is Tracy. She was arrested Monday after calling 911 to report the Chinese food was, quote, not up to par for her liking. (laughs) It's pretty highfalutin language for someone that called 911 over Chinese food. Not up to par. Hello, police. Yes, yes. We have an emergency here. Um, I'm at um, I'm at a Chinese food restaurant, and the food is really not up to snuff. And let me tell you, I've paid a total of eight dollars for this food, so I believe I should receive food that is up to par. This is an emergency, correct? You're going to be sending an ambulance shortly, I imagine. Will somebody be writing this restaurant a ticket? Maybe shutting them down. Where's the health inspector? I see they have a letter B outside. Maybe I shouldn't have come here in the first place. What am I expecting when I go to eat at a restaurant that has the letter B on the outside? It's not like it's an A. Why am I expecting above average food? I don't know. I'm really out of control. Someone should do something about this. That was my impression of Tracy McLeod of Alliance, Ohio. She placed the call to the emergency number from inside the main moon Chinese restaurant. She She called from inside. Was she dining in? Can you dine in in Ohio? Man, I can't remember what it's like to eat inside a restaurant. We haven't been able to do that in Los Angeles since February. (laughs) You could eat inside the Chinese restaurant in Ohio or just the main mood Chinese restaurant just doesn't give a damn. 
She called it. Did she call it from the actual table she was eating at? Did she threaten the waitstaff first? Hey, listen, these dumplings are cold. Bring me new dumplings. Sorry, these are our dumplings. This is what we do here. I'm not happy with this food. Sorry, this is the food that we have here. This is what we do. Well, I'm calling 911 right from here. You want to watch me? <laughs> the police will be here any moment. The call, it says here, surprise, didn't qualify as an emergency. And she was arrested, this Tracy McLeod. She was charged with the misuse of 911, which, by the way, everyone, you should know, is a misdemeanor. So be careful before you call 911. Make sure it's an emergency. I covered a story earlier this year when everybody in Texas was calling 911 because Popeyes ran out of chicken. So that's not okay. Uh, it, it, you know, we should remind you that the misuse or abuse of this 911 system can delay dispatchers from taking calls from people with real emergencies. No, I'm not talking about your general gal chicken doesn't have enough sweet sauce, okay? By the way, I love orange chicken, if anyone's keeping score at home. What do you like? What about some crab rangoon? You know, oh, outstanding. Anyways, you can't just be calling about your food, right? But here's the problem. You have 911. We have one number for all emergencies. This gets tricky. It gets very dicey because you don't know what's an emergency and what isn't. I should say we we have a a spectrum of what we think are emergencies, correct? And what one person thinks is an emergency, another person doesn't think as an emergency. You know, meet a 17-year-old right now, if they lose their iPhone, to them, that's an emergency. They may call 911. Some people love Popeye's chicken. When the restaurant is out of chicken, they may consider that an emergency and call 911. We need, I don't know what we need, we need to come to some sort of agreement on what's an emergency or perhaps have a, a whole range of phone numbers to handle each thing. So it's 911 when it's a real emergency. You're having a heart attack, 911, you know? But now you're in a restaurant and they forgot to bring you soy sauce. You ask the waitstaff, can I get some soy sauce? And they say, actually, we're out of soy sauce, which is an emergency if a Chinese food restaurant runs out of soy sauce. That is an actual emergency. But you call 922 or some such thing. Anybody have an idea for this? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Don't call 911. Call 646-450-2012. Be reasonable. Oh, thank you. Yay! Hello, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And thank you for listening to another episode of Weird AF News. This was the Thursday edition. Tomorrow's Friday, so it'll be Florida Friday, as you know. Please send me Florida articles if you have them. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can attach them in a direct message on Instagram, at funnyjones. I want to give a big thank you to Megan, Megan Barnes, who sent me a box of treats, lots of candy. I mentioned that in a story the other day. I couldn't remember who sent it to me. Finally, Megan was like, that was me, although it was from her. Her husband. It was his name. And that's why I didn't recognize it. Anyways, thank you, Megan Barnes, for, for all those treats. Fabulous, fabulous. It's so nice to get a gift occasionally. Uh, I, I just really love that. Speaking of gift, you can 
You can give me the gift that keeps on giving by joining my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. That would help support the show. Appreciate that. Also want to give some love to Kevin from Canada who sent me a nice message. He wrote, Jonesy, this is a dedication. Uh, shout out to you, dude. Thank you for being so awesome and hilarious for starting my day with some positivity with the news that actually matters, not that crap that they play on mainstream news. <laughs> I love it. I just want to say thank you. Keep doing what you do, man. You're an inspiration. Um, and uh, keep doing your thing, Jonesy, man. It's it's awesome to get to listen to you. And uh, don't give up on your effing dreams of being the best weird AF news podcast dude ever. You're killing it, man. Really nice message. Thank you so much, Kev, my Canadian friend. Uh, got a lot of Canadians that dig the show. Uh, I would I would like to move to Canada now, so can we just make that happen? Is that okay? What's it take to be a citizen of Canada? How many Canadians do I have to make laugh before I can just be inducted into the Canadian Hall of Fame, uh, the Canadian Podcast Hall of Fame? <laughs> I just want to... Although, you know, with the warming of the earth, uh, you know... I could probably live up there, you know. Prior to this, I, I said to myself, I'd never live up there. It's too far north. It's always going to be cold. I can't handle it. But now, shoot, man. What's it? It's probably like 70 degrees right now today. <laughs> you know, I see those polar caps melting, and I'm like, ooh, I'm closer to being able to live up north. <laughs> That's terrible. I can't. I shouldn't laugh at that. That's just awful. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, I want to thank everyone who reached out to me. I got some callers. And I'll publish those calls at the end. Um, thanks for calling the show. I left the number. Anytime you want to call and exp- express yourself, feel free to do so. And uh, tomorrow's Friday, so let's do that too. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a supporter of the show. Thanks for all that you do. I appreciate you so much, and I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Jonesy. It's Lily. Um, you said that Chick-fil-A sandwiches are lacking something, and you know what they're lacking is a quality social justice, and human rights for their employees. Uh, Google that up, Google that, look it up, see why we should all be boycotting Chick-fil-A. And also about the shaken babies, um, I think you probably have met some people that were shaken as a baby. I think actually that they all live in Florida, and that's why we have all the Florida crazy stories. Um, but for real, uh, if, you know, if you like the comedian Ron White, he has a whole segment about shaking babies and www.dontshakeababy.com. Um, so listen to Ron White if you like him, and if you don't, uh, you should, because he's pretty cool. But all right, keep it real, Jonesy. Thanks. Bye. Watch out where the witches go. Don't you look up under their robes. Hey, Jonesy, uh, Finn here. Uh, I just wanted to call in and, uh, let everybody know that, uh, I am not dead. Uh, I just realized I haven't called in a while and thought some of you might be a little worried about me, especially you, Michael, talking to you. Uh, uh, I am fine. I am, well, I'm not fine. I'm keeping on keeping on. Uh, luckily, no one I know has been affected by the virus. Um, and I'm just kind of, you know, keeping on keeping on. So, yeah, just wanted to let everyone know that I am fine. I am not dead. I just haven't called in in a while because I really have had haven't had that many things to call in about. All right. Uh, see you later, Jonesy. I will talk to you next time I have something to call about. All right.
Well, Jonesy, this is Wanda, the Wiccan witch from Wickford, Great Britain. And I did hear your story on there that you did about Karen Rainbird, the Wiccan, and uh, she was discussing her problems that she was having with her new coven. It is extremely difficult in these in these COVID times to get together and to try to uh, practice all of the requirements of your new conglomeration. It is not something that you can do over the Internet. So I do agree that if she's trying to train new witchlets, that it would be a difficult thing to do. In my coven, we are finding it very difficult to get together and to practice our purposes, as Karen Rainbird was saying. It, it, it's very difficult to get together to train the new witchlets, to uh, to get together and identify herbs which would be used in order to cast spells and to create potions. And um, it would be very, very difficult in order for us to get together to cast the circle, which we might use when we are taking this potion and say, for example, um, getting a man to, to drink the potion to knock him out so that we could capture him and bring him into the circle that we've cast in order to castrate him. Yes, that seems to be the thing to do these days is to find a man that one of the witchlets has been felt she's been wronged by and then to remove his penis. Yes, that thing, that, that's the thing to do with men these days when women are angry with him. So that would be what we would do and we would use the penis in a ritual and we would call up some spirits Perhaps the spirit of Satan and use the penis as an offering to him. Okay. We, yes, we agree that it's difficult. So goodbye, Jonesy. This is the future calling. Uh, Jonesy, I was wondering, I'm, I don't know whether you get these transmissions from the future. So I was wondering if, if you wouldn't mind just mentioning that you got a call from the future on your show. Uh, just so that I know that that you're listening. Thank you. <laughs>